0: Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. I'm Stephanie March. I'm here with Molly Herman today. Molly Herman. And we have Grant on the mic as well in the, in the studio. Hey, guys. We're so excited. This is a good day. Fun day. Hey, we did have a... a someone called in, or someone actually sent me a message on uh, Facebook saying, she recently had the most delicious udon noodles in Santa Rosa, California. Where can I find udon in the Twin Cities? Prefer to have noodles made fresh in the restaurant. Um, and we came up with... Magic Noodle. Magic Noodle, which is... Mm-hmm. They have a location in... Saint Isn't it Paul? It's in St. Paul? Paul. But yeah. they also have one in Edina now. In oh, the Centennial Lakes area.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. That's a good location Yeah, for that, actually.
0: Yeah. And then June, also in the North Loop area, they make their own noodles, I feel like. That I'm not sure of. Yeah. They used to. I mean, pre-COVID, they did. I don't know if they still do. So, there you go. There's that. Hey, guess what time it is? Time for Tap 2 in Hour 2.
1: Give him the old the time. One, two, one, two. And now, the Weekly Dish presents... Top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me like two. two. With him, with him, with him. All right, it's the time
0: that we talk about a couple of things that we are sort of loving or can't get our minds off of. malls. why don't you go first?
1: Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, So, not this past week, the week before, we went to the Balloon Emporium. And I know you've talked about it on the show before. But... And where is it? Uh, it is sort of this event space in mr paul's supper club mr paul's supper club in edina in edina and it's their like by day it's their po boy counter yeah and by night on the weekends it turns into this like willy wonka wonderland with cocktails <laughs> willy wonka wonderland it is pretty amazing uh keith and i went on a double date there and it was it was pretty magical we all had a great time i mean you have to sign a waiver before you start did you read the waiver D- it's kind of a lot of jokiness. <laughs> it is. It is. But, it, it but the waiver you this. It sort of gives you this like, oh, we're going to be doing some serious stuff. I know. Okay. Okay. There's okay. things that are sort of set on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's and I know they're going to have different iterations of right. it, which, I, is, which I think will keep it fresh and all that kind of good stuff. And I did uh, put a link to it. They have some spots available, um, I think, next weekend. Okay. But it is worth every single penny. It's a 10-course cocktail. And food pairing. Yeah, you do get food with yes. your... And, you know, we le- We were not drunk when we left. And no. we were not hungover. They do a great job of, like, hydrating and low alcohol by yes. volume. You know, they keep it very... I, I would still recommend Ubering if, you right. know... If- but um, it was it, it's a great great time. And I think and do you
0: agree that it was like they do like part of the coursing of it is this low proof cocktail so that you're still getting that experience of a cocktail without just being like okay now it's your water
1: course you know absolutely absolutely and you I mean you're there's a lot of cocktails you're not drinking all of them no you um, and they're smaller but still. Yeah, but it was it was a blast. Good. We had an amazing time and I would absolutely go back. Okay. So that's the Balloon Emporium behind Mr. Paul's Supper,
0: Supper Club. Club. But you in can go Dina. through any China. You can go through their website for sure. Um okay, I have to say that my first one will be an answer to um a caller Ashley who called in about looking for something for a deviled egg. Like to kind of I think to besides just your basic old yolk and mayonnaise yep. situation, Amplify. how do you upgrade your deviled egg? How do you make it special? And I'm going to just be, unfortunately, I got to give you the answer that I'm just living with like every day, which is miso. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, if you guys haven't gotten, go out and find a little tub of white miso um, and get it from your groceries. They're in Lunds and Barley's. They're over by the salad dressings kind of thing usually. Um, <clears throat> and miso lives in your fridge for like months. Like it's yeah. fine. And it's just a really great fermented soybean paste. And I whip that into potatoes and butter and all sorts of things. Adds umami, like it adds just this thing that you you're like, what? Mm-hmm. So I usually do in my deviled eggs. I usually take um, a little bit of mayonnaise, a little bit of miso, So I do some sesame oil, just a dash, and some spice and some like chili crunch or something, and whip that up to pipe into my eggs. That's one of my I like that. I
1: know. What's do you have any other? Um, I like curry. Yeah, uh, in the egg yolk. Um, also anchovy paste. If you don't want a to grit. get. If you don't want to get the miso, it would still give that sort of. What is that? Yeah, you know, and
0: it's not too fishy. Like no. trophies are more salty than fishy. They definitely do. It's something like that thing in a Caesar salad where you're like, oh, there's something.
1: Yeah. There. But it just gives it a it kicks it up a little bit. Yeah, I would definitely. Those are some really great options. I think. Okay, what's your second? My second, and I'm I'm plugging Malcolm yards here a little bit, but. Um, I am like the ambassador for this dish. And when people come you in, are. they're like, what is one of your favorite things to eat here? And I immediately say the Benjamin Bacon from Ed Velo Vegetable Eatery. It is a mung bean pancake, maple glazed pork belly, kimchi, gochujang aioli. Like it is a party in your mouth. It is a beautiful dish. Yeah, it is. And it's one of those things. I mean, all the food there is good. But it's one of those things when people see it, it just you realize the elevated food experience that you, that you can have at a food hall. And I just, I love it for that. So if you go to Malcolm Yards, go to Ad Vellum and get the Benjamin Bacon, you will not be sorry. Ad Vellum, And that is, what's, it's Michael Shaughnessy. Michael Shaughnessy and his wife, Erika. Uh-huh. Um, this is their first foray as, as restaurant owners. He's been
0: around town for a while and he had is. never done, and this is what I also, just spinning off on your Malcolm yeah. Yards thing, because I think I love the fact that those stalls give new tours an opportunity, especially now when
1: people can't afford giant rents. They can't afford to open a whole restaurant. So no, doing yeah. a stall like yours, And with them, it's great. And they get to sort of experiment with what's working and what's not. And, you know, again, coming out of this pandemic that we're in, what a hard time to start a restaurant anywhere. And so it does give them a little bit of leeway for that. I love it. I love it.
0: Okay, uh, well, my second one is this TikTok that I saw because, of course, you guys, the same conversation that we have been talking about forever, which is people complaining about having to scroll through recipes to get to the actual recipe, like blogs to get to the recipe. And, of course, I think most of us on this show, we understand and we know and we get it. But, I I mean, I'm not saying I don't agree agree in a lot of ways. Sometimes it gets to be too much. And I understand that, like the user experience, but the fact that people have installed those little buttons that says "jump to recipe" that kind of solves your issue, um, which is nice. Which I'm is a nice. Jump,
1: I'm a jump to recipe person.
0: I don't mind it. I don't. But I'm never going to complain about it because I get it. Like I get it that that is. That's like me saying people everything should be free then like why can't i just go to a football game should be free i want to watch these people play football
1: well and so the the story is there it serves a a lot of purposes it serves a lot of purposes that's my point like
0: you have to like you have to pay for things in different ways if you're not going to pay for it in cash and so you know the idea that this anyway this tiktoker did a really funny music like song about why people have to put this stuff on is for optimization. And the reason uh, he made a great point, like the reason that, that you find them right away is because of those stories. Like through the, like the reason that those, those stories are there is to pop them to the top of your search. So that means if you found them, if they were successful and you were successful in finding your recipe for potato soup, it's most likely because there was a long story on that blog that then brought it to the top of your search.
1: Yeah. Marketing,
0: SEO, optimization. Yeah. They get paid for it. Yeah. So that they can buy groceries, so that they can make soup, so that you can make soup. <laughs> there think you about have. that. I know this is like this is just us. Like we're all we've talked about this a million times. But what's weird is like it just keeps popping up. Like it keeps popping up on the twitters and people. Like it's like a, this thing that keeps happening.
1: Well, and I think too with like Instagram, you know the ca- the captions can get really long too because they're t- they're doing the same thing. And these bloggers and folks that are are making a living doing this, they 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 know what they're doing. I'm telling you,
0: I know. Well, I don't know what the algorithms on the Instagram stuff is about either, because like some days I get like a thousand people who like my stuff. Some people sometimes I get like a (laughs) hundred and I don't care. I mean, like I'm not doing it
1: right, but but I do notice drastic drop off. It's just funny.
0: And I just wonder about like, I don't try to game it like I get it. There's some things that are more compelling and some things that aren't. I mean, you put a burger up, pretty much everybody's going to love it. Right. You put up a bottle of whiskey and most people are like, I don't know what that is. Can't go wrong
1: with a burger. No, you can't. I hate the little activity thing now on Instagram. What's that? Wait, like on your stories, it just shows activity, like how many people have viewed it or whatever. Oh. It, and it doesn't show you a number. You have to click on it to get a number. I'm like, that's just one more step. Oh. If, you're,
0: if you're watching it. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sitting it here. Just... <laughs> I
1: don't have time or energy
0: to push this little square while I'm pushing all the other squares. Fine. I know. Great. Are you on Instagram? Uh, yes. And are you, do you like obsess about numbers? Uh,
2: no. I mean, I, I, a little bit lately because now, like you said, I'm with Lori and Julia. So sure. I'm getting some more people to come in. So I'm not, obsessed, I don't obsess with numbers, but I got to start posting more if you I want to actually if give you, people if you, something attraction. to look at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. It's like,
0: if you're going to have it, you might as well put some effort into it and yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. So if, then, if you want to
2: check it out, Grant Radio 84, I'll throw it out there.
0: There you, oh, go. There you go. I love a plug. Thank put you. it on the show page. Appreciate
2: it. Thanks guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about Martini Madness. We'll be right back. This evening. Welcome yeah, back right to right Weekly Dish. We Thanks that. for joining us this Saturday. It's a little bit foggy outside. From what I hear, it's uh, it's going to rain. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a good day to cozy up. Yeah. A lot of people, we're talking about the, it's the uh, Minnesota United Soccer Club's home opener. home opener tonight, which is a bit of a bummer, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Those those are some hearty fans, though. 40 degrees
2: won't be bad for tonight, though, even if but it's a little sprinkly.
0: Downpour? Oh. Is it downpour or is it
1: sprinkly? <laughs> it's
2: going to be raining. Yeah, you're right. It's going to be rainy. Yeah.
1: I don't
0: know. But there's,
2: like they're diehard fans, like you said.
1: They are diehard. 40 and wet is different than, like, zero and dry, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're kind of both sucky
0: in a yeah, lot of different they're... ways. This is my point. I would I'm like, take neither. Yeah, I'm I'm, a, I'm on team neither on yeah, that one. Neither. So we'll see. But I do love the. You know, and I will. I'll tell you that I did get a little preview. They did a little small tasting of some of the new foods there. Oh, they've cool. got some crybaby Craig's uh, cheese curds that are just delightful. Nice. And um, they've got uh, they've got Freehouse doing a grilled rotisserie chicken sandwich. They've got some Nixta tostadas. Oh, um, cool. There's they
1: did mix it up then they, I mean, they did. have they yeah. have quite a few new food vendors
0: they said that and this would this is important for your fan husband who's my, vegetarian my they have said pledged to have every kiosk will have at least one vegetarian option
1: oh that's fantastic I yeah know. and my so, boys are going tonight so. they're going tonight
0: um, there is a giant cookie that is pretty delicious I <laughs> saw your cookie was it j-
1: chocolate chunk or? it's chocolate
0: chunk and sea salt but it's made with I think it was like a like a duck fat cookie or something like that oh wow I know. It was rich. It was not, I did not, <laughs> not finish it the, in one day. Not for the weak at heart. No, 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 no. But there's also, this is the other thing is they have the dirty secret from Jay Selby, which is that double Mac. Uh, it's like a Big Mac ripoff, yeah, but it's based. non-meat. Yeah. So wow. there, I know. And that's at like a couple places in the, I think that's a great idea. Not just like, here's some cheese curds, you vegetarians. Yeah. You know, give me,
2: give me something with some, some yeah, base like, to it. I like that.
0: Exactly. And here's the thing about soccer too that maybe I don't know if everyone gets it, but like you don't really leave your seat for and like ha- for like forty five minutes, yeah. right? And yeah. you don't
1: actually, well, especially in Europe, they don't eat in their seats. Like no. you, you go and you eat and drink
0: in the halls, like in the, like halls, in the, and the and beer hall, hall and everything, and everything else. So that's why the, the pregame seat. is important,
1: yeah. and then in the halftime
0: thing, I guess. But you like, yeah, you don't like, you don't just like get up and go and like. There's a break. Like, at hockey, you have, you know, tons of time. In football, you have tons of time.
2: There's no, there's no stoppage of play, really, There's no right? stoppage of play. You're going to yeah. miss something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Baseball's great, because it's just like, what? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Something's happening. Something's I guess. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, hot dog. no. Hot dog okay. Beer. Yeah. I'll go back to <laughs> talking. <dog beer>, <laughs> Third
2: inning is when everybody usually gets up yeah. to get their food is in baseball games. It gets a little crowded. Other, uh, other than that, you're good to go at a baseball game. This is true. Yeah.
0: This is true. Okay, well, we're going to talk a little bit about... Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Martini Madness right now. Let's do that. Because um, there is a, a thing. I've been saying that I'm going to do this for March, and I am, but boy, I'm not doing it in any way that's other than just everywhere I go, I'm ordering a martini. <laughs> so, <laughs> And what's wrong with that? And there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm going to report back to you guys and let you know what the goods are. And I have to tell you, I had three very spectacular martinis this oh, week. And were they all different? They were kind of all different. And there's a lot of nuance to a martini, right? I mean, there's a, the idea that there's... And it, it is not really about what do you want. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want something that is... First of all, the big question is gin or vodka, right? Right. And then it goes to, well, what kind, you know? And then you go into the, do you want it up or on the rocks? I don't think I've ever ordered I've a never, martini on the rocks. I, I
1: always think of martinis up. I do too.
0: But you could. You could order it on the rocks. Yeah. You could. Um, And then there's, do you want Oliver Twist or do you want... Not, um, not to be confused with Oliver Twist. Not Oliver Twist, but <laughs> Olive or Twist. And then do you want it shaken or stirred, right? right. So those kind of things. So,
1: um, you permutations know. Permutations are. You what? The permutations are high.
0: It's, well, I mean, yeah. you have to be ready to answer the questions. Or you have to, like, go with the feeling. And, like, last night, well, let me start with the fact that I was at Manny's this week. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> if you're going to kick off a Martini Madness. I mean, the, the madness should start home. at Manny's. You know? Yeah. And then someone should drive you home because that is <laughs> literally the biggest martini I've ever seen. Really? I mean, it was a massive, massive martini. It's like what is it, like nine ounces or something? I think it was nine to ten ounces, yes. That's a lot of martini. I know. And I did not finish it. I'll tell you that. Sure. I even had like a whole big, huge steak and I did not finish my martini that time. Okay. Because I'm also very aware that I don't, I'm not doing martinis because I want to, you know. Just completely be poured down the drain every it's day. It's research. It's research, people. <laughs> well said. <laughs> it's research. I'm working out here
1: for you. <laughs> for the people. Yeah.
0: The people. I love I'm it. the I'm the people's martini drinker.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like my son AJ when I was going to Chicago to eat and drink yeah. my way through Chicago. He's like, "Have fun on your quote work work trip. trip. I'm like, it is work, buddy. It is. It work. is work."
0: Well, and, you know, I will tell you that last night I sat at Revival, and I was sitting there thinking, like, I really just want the Jazzy Bell, and I thought, no, I'll get a martini. (laughs) 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 Poor, poor stuff. Poor, poor me, I'll get a martini. (laughs) And it was delightful, I have to tell you. So here's the difference between these two martinis this week. So at Manny's, I got, um, I think I went with, like, um, a very big gin martini with olives, right? And it was very massive, very cold you know, perfectly done, but so big that I thought also when it's that big, you can't really drink it that fast. And so it kind of warms up. (laughs) Like if you love a super ice cold martini, almost like a slushy. Yeah. You're going to get, you're going to get, you're going to, it's going to get warmer the more you go. Sure. So, but here's the, what they did. Blue cheese stuffed olives. Oh, that's nice. In the martini at Manny's, which I was like, if you're having a steak, that is a perfect accompaniment to a steak. Like if you're looking for a cut for a martini pairing, right? I like that. Um, The one I had at Revival was in this very sweet little Nick and Nora glass, you Mm -hmm. know, which is a very like Like a a riddle. Yeah, like a little small up glass. Um, And I'm going to put these pictures up. I just haven't yet. But um, and it just was elegant and delightful with two olives. And it was also that, that one was a Bombay Sapphire because I've been I haven't done a Bombay in a while. And. And are you doing all gin or nope. are you tasting vodka? I'm going back and forth. As well? okay. It's kind of whatever the mood. And sometimes I look at the bartender and I say, I don't know, do what, what you want. You want.
1: Yeah. That's what I did yesterday. Yeah. So tell me about yours. So um, when I realized we were going to talk, about martinis, yeah, we're gonna like, talk oh, about martinis, I haven't had a martini in a long time. So I stopped on my way home at the Howe, yeah. which is not a place. It's a neighborhood <laughs> place. It's not where you would necessarily think, oh, I'm going to get a martini here. Right. But I stopped in, uh, and the bartender Robert. I just I asked him specifically because they. I said, "Who makes your best martini around here?" And they all pointed to the to Robert. Oh wow! Like, okay, right. This is the thing. Tell me, tell me what your best martini. Like, what do you think is the perfect martini? And he says, "Gin twist." Oh, and he shakes. Okay, okay. Because I had a bartender tell me he goes, "I don't shake gin." Right? He
0: got real. He got real specific on me on that one. Well, and
1: I asked Robert. I'm like, "So, when, you know, you're not like worried about what some people say bruising the gin by shaking it and all this kind of stuff." He goes, "No, like I don't shake it really hard, but I shake it a long time so that it gets those little ice shards in I there the and shards. sort of dilutes it." And he he shook it for like a solid minute while he was doing other things. Yeah, and it was a slow shake. It wasn't like he wasn't trying to beat the egg whites into foam kind of right, shake. right, right. And uh... It was it was delightful, but he used Hendrix, and I let him choose the gin, and it's not one I would have picked because it has those like floral, rosy notes. If you're gonna pick a gin,
0: you gotta know the question you want to ask the bartender is or the one you want to know ahead of time is: Do you want to be piney and like traditional, or do you want to be floral and modern? Because so many modern gins are using different botanicals, and it's much more floral, which is not bad.
1: Like for me, if I'm gonna go lemon twist. I would most likely do a floral right. gin. Right, and it made sense, and it, it tasted wonderful. Yeah. It's just not usually the gin of my choice, right? right? I'm more of the piney juniper Yeah, caliber. And I also think, for me, sometimes I think of a gin
0: uh, martini as in, like, if I'm going to eat something you know it's a good palate cutter you know what i mean it cleanses it cuts it it you know You want that cleaner yeah it's it's, you want to go like with a fatty steak i definitely wanted a piney gin but i think if i was eating like a salad or you know fish maybe yeah fish i would definitely go floral gin yeah that's interesting
1: so okay so are you doing any dirty martinis um i am doing dirty martinis and a gibson Oh,
0: I'm going to tell you about a Gibson okay. when we come back because I got to wrap it up with that sucker. But then we're going to talk fish fry guys, because I know a lot of people want to talk fish fry. So Good. we'll be right back. This is the weekly dish on my talk. One Oh seven one. Hey everybody. Welcome back to weekly dish. So if you were listening beforehand, we were talking about martini madness because we're drinking a bunch of martinis. And I know last week Hanson and I had chatted
1: we're about actively drinking a well bunch like, of martinis. right Not,
0: now. not at the moment, not right. in this very second, but um, we clarify. are drinking them week by week. Um, and the idea was, she asked me last week, like, "Well, what are, is a Cosmo a Martini, and are you doing, you know, like mm-hmm. Espresso Martini and Apple Martini?" And I, I agree, like, I it's an interesting idea, but I'm sticking to the classics and just seeing how they're done differently. I think you
1: have to have vermouth to make it a martini. No,
0: I don't know. I mean, but some people think that you don't even need a vermouth to make a martini. Just rinse the glass, or as again Winston Churchill famously right. said, "Glance at it across yeah. the room." Um, but. Uh, I think that there's something to say about different kinds like the Gibson, which means mm-hmm. it's, so a Gibson is specifically an, a pickled onion as a garnish in a martini. Isn't it traditionally vodka? It is, I think, traditionally vodka. So I'm going to shout out my favorite Gibson, which is at All Saints in Northeast oh, Minneapolis. It's a good call. And I got to tell you, they have rested that vodka or generous, I think they, or they've rested the vermouth on charred scallions. So you get this really interesting sort of scallion,
1: onion, like, there's something to that Gibson that I'm thinking about all the time. Well, and you're a savory gal, so I could see where that would appeal to you. Right. So it's almost
0: like you get that salty savoriness without it, without pouring a bunch of like olive juice juice into it. When I'm not mad at a dirty martini. I'm not mad. But I'm just saying that like this Gibson is both elegant and it's got some guts to it and it's... Sort of, sat, it's very satisfying. And I'm going to shout out their burger, which is a thick burger. Mm, it's not, not a, a thin smash. patty burger like everybody else around town is doing. It's, you know, right? Our, like the thin patty's great. We love I them. I love them.
2: I love them. We love yeah.
0: them. We yeah. love a smashy. Yeah. But as a change of pace, just sink your teeth into a big, you know, thick fat <sighs> Right, Peterson yes. Farms burger so there you go i've just set you guys up for like a winning evening (laughs) gibson and a burger there you go it's
1: interesting because andrew zimmern had a like one of his like ask me anything things yeah and they asked what his favorite burger was and he's he said you know i think that your favorite burger always harkens back to childhood sure so his was like a thicker patty yeah and i was thinking about that like my my dad like he loves a thick burger because that's what he grew up with and you know my son right now is growing up with all these smash burgers right so they'll be his favorite right i just love a
0: burger I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah,
2: there's, you can't go wrong. Thick, thin. Nope. I don't discriminate. Got it. In you fact, can't.
0: we had, at Revival last night, and like we did the whole, like, we'll have three burgers for the table, and we <laughs> right. had them all yes. cut. We had at, burger appetizers, right? Yeah. Like Nothing That's when you know that. you have your soul sisters with you, uh-huh. yeah. you know? Nothing wrong with that. All right, so we got to get to fish fry, because I know that fish fry <clears throat> is a hot topic this time of year, and I know that everybody is out looking for good fish, right? Indeed. Indeed. And so there's a lot of people who are, uh, and I'm going to shout out what we're doing at MSP Mag first because that's that, but I do want to talk about other fish fries around town. Um, but we have a, doing a fun little thing called the Fish Fry Face Off. And so we have six, or we have eight contenders in St. Paul. We have eight great fish fries in St. Paul that we decided to say, let's go head to head. So we're doing a bracket. I
1: love this idea. And I, I was know. actually surprised at one of your entrants. Are you talking about who's in it yet? Yes. We can talk all about who's in it. I kind of just thought you guys were going to go, like, you know, divey, but then I saw Meritage was in there. I was like, what? Listen, we have got some great, and this is the fun part of this, is actually,
0: these nine downtown St. Paul restaurants are from all different walks and kinds, and they're all bringing it differently to the fish fry plate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what's exciting to me, is that they're not just going, here's some
1: fish and chip. Sure, it's like a Shoreman's lunch yeah. and things and, like that.
0: Yeah, so let's 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 just walk it down and tell yeah. you what we got. And let's start with Meritage because I got to tell you, Russell Klein is you know Meritage is a French restaurant, so this is sort of new to him. And he's also you know doesn't have a fish fry thing in his past. He doesn't have Lent in his past, shall we say? Right. And but he's East Coast, and so he's like, listen, I'm just going to do a platter. <laughs> so he did a Fisherman Plata, and he's got on his plate fried scallops, fried cod, fried belly clams, fried oysters, coleslaw, and the famous French fry, Mer- Meritage French fries. Which are nothing to sneeze at. Whoa. Wow. So this is a big old plate. It's 38 bucks, but I'm telling you, Shareable. this is more than an entree. Yeah. 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 I
1: love fried clams. No kidding. No kidding, and we don't really see them around town. Well, and I know you're not venturing into Minneapolis, but... Not this time. Sea salt has some good fried clams. But they're not open. I know. So there you are. So Meritage is going to do this Fisherman's Plata
0: for you. <laughs> and then we're going to do... We're Wicked. talking about... Then you go like the... And that's kind of like new and cool. And then you kind of go to Eat's Eagle Street Grill, and they're right by the Excel Center. Yep. And they're doing a beer-battered walleye with habanero coleslaw, habanero tartar sauce, and hand-cut fries. Oh. a lot of habanero. There's a lot of spice to this one. It, it boosts it up. Sounds okay, good. here's one that I super loved. It's Patty Whalen. I love Patty Whalen. Dark Horse Bar and Eatery in Lower Town. Okay? I gotta tell you, he took, a, he took, he took North Atlantic Cod and he used Dakota Soul... You know, the Mm -hmm. sort of a, you know, the lighter Pilsner from Summit. And he did a tempura batter on that. He's got this cilantro lime coleslaw. But there's these weird little fries that are like scoops almost, like the Frito scoops, that are malted. So they're like, they basically had the malt vinegar tossed on them right the second they came out of the fryer. And so they've got this really great tang to them. It's potato fry scoops? They look like scoops. They're little planky scoops. They're like shaved scoops i can't i don't know what else to say than scoops scoops. um and it comes with like a spicy bang bang sauce and so that's he's got that on fridays and that's a really good deal uh pillbox tavern you guys the classic and one of my lead contenders for classic fish fry summit beer battered walleye just a huge huge side of a fish basically on your plate
1: well and how many of the fish fry places up here i mean it sounds like they're sort of 50 50 doing walleye or cod they can do whatever they want right
0: well, I don't know, 50-50. Only, well, yeah, maybe. St. Dinette, did you see that? The Nashville Hot Coddy. Oh, they're doing, yeah, I did. They're doing cod in a Nashville Hot Chicken.
2: That sounds perfect. Isn't yeah. it? Oh,
0: so then all they're doing is they're, perfect. they're putting it on a piece of, serving it like a piece of chicken on Texas toast with like like, pickles and ranch.
2: Oh, ranch too. Oh, Adam
0: is so good. And then you can order crinkle cut fries on the side, Mm -hmm. which you should.
2: Never, never not.
0: Never not. Uh, Loon Cafe. Okay, they're doing a secret recipe battered walleye. It's going to be spicy. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, specialty potato salad, hush puppies, fries, and jalapeno
1: tartar sauce. Hush puppies? You don't get a lot of hush puppies up here. You don't get hush puppies up here? No. I'm not kidding you. I want su- you to tell me if they're like sweet or savory, because I have they're opinions savory. on that. They're savory. Okay. I'm
2: surprised with all the spice. I,
1: aren't you? You know, for
2: being a Minnesota thing, we're not really spicy people around I here. I mean, Maybe I love changing, spice, Grant. but, yeah, you we're know, evolving. but the typical Minnesotan the typical. isn't. And,
0: and frisk fry is pretty typical, right? Yeah,
2: so this is a unique cake, I think.
0: Yes. Grey Duck Tavern has, um, they're doing Grey Duck vodka and hams beer-battered cod. And I will tell you that I did taste that and there's this little strange quality to the fish with the vodka in there. And I'm not, it's not bad, it's just different. I, mm-hmm. And it was just very, it was very cool. Um, they've got thick cut fries, habanero coleslaw again, uh, family recipe tartar sauce, and then Patrick McGovern's, who is doing just their basically premium beer-battered cod served with fries and coleslaw. So, that's who's going head-to-head. We have the Loon and Pillbox Tavern going head-to-head first. Okay. So we'll see. So we've got judges from around the metro. We have so many different kinds of judges who judge these things. We've got, you know, newscasters. We mm-hmm. have, you know, media personalities. We've got rappers. We've got DJs. We've got Lynx players. We have retired hockey guys. All sorts of things. Mm-hmm. All sorts of people. So. It's interesting.
2: I like the bracket. Julia was talking about this yeah, on Friday. Yeah, Julia's one
0: of ours. Yeah, she was there. She
2: was talking about this on Friday, and when she told me that it was like a March Madness bracket style, I thought that was a really cool take yeah. on it, too. So. Yeah, so Very we're going to try
0: it. So videos will release on Tuesdays of the, head of the matchup, head-to-head, and then you get to see what the judges thought of the fish fry, and then you get to go if you want on Friday and try it for yourself or all week or whatever, and then... Is there a public vote? Yeah, and then you vote on Fridays. Okay. Yeah, so we'll be... And then each Saturday... I'll come on here and we'll talk a little bit about kind of what it is, what it looks like.
1: What does the winner get? Is there a trophy? There is.
0: I. It's hard to talk about it because it's not fully set yet, but okay. there is a okay. seven foot marlin yes. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that has been donated. <laughs> Maybe we're going to paint it gold.
1: Yes. <laughs> you absolutely <laughs> you should. should.
0: Maybe we're going to inscribe some stuff on the side. Yes. But we're going to hope. We're actually, we talked about this. We're like, and then we're going to hang it on your wall. Whether you want us to or not. <laughs> it would be an honor. People would come to see the can gold. Can you imagine if Meritage wins, though? Right. And we're like, here's your beautiful restaurant. We're going to stick
1: this gold marlin up right here. <laughs> yeah, that would be. My goodness. I know. You have to do it. Can you make it animated and talk a little bit, We too? actually tried to find a fish, one of the seeing yeah, fish yeah. things. The and then we thought, They're gonna, someone's going to beat it up. Someone's yeah, going to beat it But a gold marlin,
0: I feel like, and then that can not get, get taken down after a year. And it'll go to the next... The I next like contender. It. And then you I can like
2: inscribe it. the winner each yeah. year like uh-huh. a Stanley Cup. Yep, Done. totally
0: going to be that. That's and awesome. maybe then, like, they start taking the marlin out for yeah. visits and that's stuff. That's awesome. We'll throw a parade in its honor. <laughs> oh my God. See, this is, we think big <laughs> here. We definitely think big. Um, but I did want to shout out a couple other, because, of course, you know, there are a lot of great uh, fish fry places around town. Do you know of any fish fry or fish? You know, we, t- we did have a caller who was looking for a, a non fried fish.
2: Yeah. She's so not on a fish ke-
0: fry, but she's ke-
2: she's on a keto diet, so she was looking for something that maybe not fried, that's an option where she can go to a fish fry and still have all the, the atmosphere that may have a little healthier option for her. Well,
0: and I mean the pierogies we talked about is maybe non fried. Uh, they're not gonna be keto. They're, not, keto. they're no. not gonna be keto. No. Um can I suggest a weird thing that is um basically sushi. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean sushi is so keto. And I love it. And I kind of thought about, because we had talked about, should we have like a sushi joint in there as a, like an off, you know,
1: Off-shoot, thing? Offshoot, yeah. Yeah, but no. Um, no. I, I'll I tell you that. I feel like the lowbrow might have something. Because oh, really? they, they have a fried fish sandwich. They they make their own fish sticks there. And I feel oh. like they might. I'm trying to look right now. Bap
0: and Chicken, which is the, you know, sort of Korean chicken place in St. Paul on Grand, they're doing um, lightly, lightly fried pollock on sweet potato waffle fries. Those, they might, they might, Be able to just saute instead of fry. Yeah, they might not have to fry it up for you, you know, knowing what they do with all their good stuff. Um, That's what I would say. But yeah, there's a lot of, you know, I know like uh, Mr. Paul's has a big old platter that they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a ton of great fish fry all around town. And of course, the churches and the VFWs, a lot of the churches, by the way, this year are still doing takeout only. Um, I know for certain that St. Albert's the Great is not doing any fish fry or any fish dinners this year. They're normally like the Las Vegas of church fish fries. Okay, But they're still trying to figure out how to make it, you know, so they're doing soup dinners. Um, Holy Maronite Church up in, I think it's Columbia Heights, which is one of my favorite ones. They're the ones with the Lebanese bean dish and they've got garlic sauce. They yeah. might have a non-fish, non-fried one, too. Um, they are doing takeout, I think, only... Maybe, Um, but I do know for certain that Church of the Sacred Heart in Robbinsdale is doing both takeout and dine-in, and they have uh, beer-battered cod. It's wonderful. It's one of my favorite church fish fries. And that's in Robbinsdale. You that's said? in Robbinsdale. Church of okay. Sacred Heart. So, um, I think I have all those links I can put up for you guys too. And I think that they're you know. And of course, I know that Jess Fleming has a huge list of fish fries on her site. The Star Tribune came up with a bunch of restaurant ones. It's kind of hard. Jess has got better as far as like clubs, VFWs, right? You know, and that's American Legion press. Yeah, um, uh, but it is behind a paywall, which a lot of people have a have an issue with. Uh, I will also tell you the that one of my favorites is out in. If you're going to go clubs like the American Legion in Wyzetta, they have a 14 dollars all you can eat fish fry that is out there. They have Love both it. flounder and cod. Been oh there.
1: wow. Oh, it's you a choice. See, you don't see flounder very
0: no, often. No, I was thinking you don't really see flounder at all. Uh-uh. So, they're doing both that and plus they have, you know, I mean like gosh, Miller Lite on tap or you know, great like yeah. that's why I like the VFW's. Like you can also then get pull tabs or play some pool with your fish fry.
2: There is also, so we got a phone call from Therese. She didn't want to go on. There is a fish fry at Guardian Angel Church in uh, Oakdale. Oh, yes. And it looks like it's on March 11th. They have a baked version of fish there oh, that they do there you go. that she was saying they've done it in the past so yep. she would assume that she would do it again this year so it's it's a baked version for their fish fry that they do at the Guardian Angels Church in Oakdale.
0: Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep collecting that you guys if you want to call in or send us a note and we'll uh, we'll send it out into the uh into the sp- uh, out sphere the atmosphere so that people can can enjoy fried fish or the metaverse. Into the metaverse, if you will. Uh, okay, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we're going to wrap it up and talk about just locals to love and things to do. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for hanging out with us today, you guys. It's been fun to have Molly and Grant here as sub ins and yeah. hangouts. Good to see you guys. I, I know. know. It's been fun and we've had a lot of good chat. If you missed any of our, you know, what I like to call sparkling content, then, um, which is, you know, content made outside of the region of Champagne, then, um, you can find us on any place you find podcasts and you can find us on Google, podcast one, wherever you need.
2: Yeah. And I also linked up the link to all those places you were talking about from your Minneapolis, St. Paul magazine to your show links page for all the, Places that you can get all the different fish fries around town for the fish fry off that you got going.
0: Awesome, on Grant, look, Grant! Look at is you, on top of it. This That's morning. amazing. Oh, my goodness, love it. Yeah. So you can we check need them all more. We there. need more weekend attention. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: happens, right? When I
0: know, I love it. That's so good. Uh, okay, um, we have someone who has asked me not to destroy the sailfish by painting it. I'm kind of being facetious about that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, and actually, it might be dead. a paper Let's... mache. It might not actually be. <laughs> It might be kind of a joke.
2: <laughs> that makes it even better.
0: I know. It should look like.
2: It, it should look It should not perfect.
0: really look like a fish, yeah. actually.
2: <laughs> the, 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 the more Just tainted it is, the better it is, I think. Be, right. I feel careful. like
0: if I could make a fish out of macaroni art, I would do
1: that. Like, I would do that for you, as. And then I would say. And you have to hang this on your wall. <laughs> and the chef and owner would get like a macaroni bracelet that they could keep Yes. They forever. could keep that. Don't cook it.
2: If you make it <laughs> ugly enough, it'll get enough attention where you could market it as your mascot. You right. know, I mean this thing might get enough attention where it'll become the, you know, go find the golden marlin around town. Yeah. You know? That's know. where the fish is. It might serious. be a step too
1: far there, Grant. No, I know, right? right. <laughs> that's, Just that's it trying seems to like a lot of
2: pump up the weekend ego here. Right.
1: right? Yeah, come on.
0: Speaking of weekend stuff and going yes. on,
1: um, I, have you guys ever been to Bachfest? Either of you down in New Ulm for with Shell's Brewery? We had Shell's Brewery uh, on our patio doing the Bach Poker. Oh, you did last Thursday. Oh, nice. Yeah, the Doppelbach. Have you gone down? Grand? I have
2: not. No, sounds fun though.
0: It's a lot of fun, you guys. If, and I would. I always say this to any Minnesotans, and Hanson said it last week too. Basically, like if you if you're looking for something that's literally people around the country come. To New Ulm for Bachfest, isn't that crazy? It's crazy. I and love it's, New
2: Ulm. There's, I town. know
0: New Ulm is so great. Yeah, and just going down and being in costumes and being outside and or not costumes. Wait, what you kind know, of costumes? I well, was like, some people wear. Missed this part. They wear, you know, like um, furry animal things and <laughs> <laughs> for Bachfest. For Bachfest. We're we talking about the same fest. Well, huh? it's for the you know, it's the it's sort of the. So it it's kind of rooted in Mardi Gras, and I mean, if you think about okay. it, it's rooted in. So in Germany, there's a thing called Faschings, which is like the spring Mardi Gras festival, which is carnival. It's just like carnival, huh, and so cool. there's a lot of. But f- for some reason, there's a lot of like, you know, finding of. Um, you know, animals and Woodland horns, animals. wearing horns, and like okay, it's sort of the spring rutting thing is what yeah. you want. Bavarian, you want to get to that part, twist. right? Gotcha, right. But of course, you know, I mean, the gates opened at ten thirty a.m., so everyone has just started, I guess, slushing in right now. Um, but there's basically the first keg is being tacked, being tapped in five minutes if you can get done. In wall, <laughs> if you're on your way and listening to us. Drive faster. They'll no. have plenty. Of beer. <laughs> They'll yeah. have plenty. There'll be plenty, right? Tons of music, you guys. 21 plus event, obviously. Um, you know, just so much good stuff going on. It's a lot of, um, you know, it's just a lot of like really good community down there. Lots of great beer. There's plenty of good sauerkraut and Venus to be eaten, you know, with your pretzels and all this sauerkraut. <laughs> So love it. But if you want to stay local, by the way, if you don't want to go there, there's two other beer poking festivals this weekend. One is at Waldman in St. Paul, which is a great German-focused
1: brewery. And the other one is at Bauhaus, also a German-focused brewery. Let's just be clear. They take a hot poker and they stick it in your beer and it caramelizes the malts and sugars in there and it gives you a whole different experience. Right. So that's what the Bach poking is.
0: That's what, yeah. And, and usually they want it to be like a Bach, like an amber, like something that has a little bit more richness to it so that yep. it can do that. Like, sure, you can go ahead and poke your. Or Pilsner or whatever, but it's Won't not a lot of
1: I'll yeah out of it.
0: Yeah, it's not going to be as good as some of the other ones. So actually, Waldman's is called the Beer Stalin Fest, and Beer Stalin is beer stick. So it's kind of like your beer yeah. sticking. So okay, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of good things. Oh, now on the other that? side of things, Keepsake Cidery in Dundas is doing their wassail this weekend. Do you know what a wassail? yeah i like i like wassel did you go no 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 oh um and so wassail is like when you go into a s a orchard it's a traditional um english you know uh tradition i guess that is where you go into the orchard and it's like a blessing of the trees and like the coming you know the coming harvest and stuff they hang toast in the trees to ward off evil spirits and to bless the good spirits and you sing and you dance and you just have you kind of have this like beating of the drums and making all the noise and it's just fun. They've got a bunch of uh great ciders on tap. They've got hot cider fire pits, all sorts of good things. They're releasing Snowfort, which is their fortified barrel-aged cider. Oh yum. Which I am I jam on all keepsake cider each ciders. I yeah, love them. They are good. They're so good. I was anything? just gonna
1: say we had our uh, first bartender takeover at Malcolm Yards. Nice. We had Trish Gavin in from Kaluna Lat 14 Lemongrass, and we once a month we're gonna have these bartenders from around town come in and create a cocktail. It's gonna stay on our bar menu all month, and a portion of the proceeds is gonna go to a charity of their choice. And so Trish chose the Jack Rebel Memorial Scholarship at uh, Saint Paul College for Great. culinary education. So, come in, uh, support a great cause, try a cool cocktail. What's the cocktail called? This is a rum and tonic. She really went with Jack. We all know Jack's uh, love of Hawaii. Hawaii. And yeah. so it's very sort of tropical, macadamia Good. nut, lemongrass kind oh, of thing. Oh, nice. Weird. Yeah. Right. It's really lovely.
0: Yeah. I didn't, I the one that I tried, I got it at the very end of the Tuesday that she did her thing. And I think that they missed, up, they forgot to garnish it or something. There was like a thing. I don't know. Well, that's what happens when
1: you show up late. You don't I know get when garnishes. you show up and it's
0: actually the bar's closed and you go, <laughs> but, 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 but Please can I just try. get one more? Um, so that's good. So that's happening all
1: month of March, and you can come and get the Trish Gavin. What should they ask for? If there's a sign up, and it's like, like ask for the Trish Gavin rum and tonic is the okay. name of it, and that'll help support yep. uh, the St. Paul College. Yep. And then next it. month we have Jesse Held coming in. Oh, good, yeah. good, good, good.